According to Yoruba tradition, a young person quoting proverbs in the presence of adults must do so humbly and respectfully. Therefore, in line with tradition, I humbly crave the indulgence of my parents and elders before going ahead with this episode. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Yoruba Proverbs Podcast. I'm your host, Bidemio Lovende. Ekabo sori yabalakeje ito owe Yoruba. Urukomini Bidemio Lovende. On this episode, I'll be analyzing five Yoruba proverbs that describe concepts such as making comparisons, overzealousness, self-awareness, and recklessness. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So the first proverb I have here is Ale Shusile Jalu She Eleni Abieni. So we group yams in lots and the fruit of the sausage tree drops among them. So does it count as compliments to a lot or as gratuity? So for some background, in Africa there's a tree known as the sausage tree, also known as the cucumber tree, and the fruits of this sausage tree looks like it looks like two bars of yams and if you're not careful if you're just looking at it from afar you would actually think those are yam tubers but they are not if you cut them open the inside actually looks and tastes like cucumbers so they call it sausage tree because it looks like sausages from outside and then they also call it cucumber tree because the fruits actually look and taste like cucumbers so if in, in Yoruba tradition, if you go to the market, you see people selling all kinds of food stuff and other different things. And someone has yam tubers. They group them together in lots of maybe four or five per lot. So if you have tubers of yam in the market and there's somehow a, if the fruit of a sausage tree also among these tubers of yams, and now this proverb is saying, does it count as a compliment to the lot or as gratuity? So basically saying something that looks like other things does not necessarily belong among them. So that's what this proverb is trying to refer to. Yams look like sausage, the fruits of sausage trees, but they're not the same thing. abieni. We group yams in lots, and the fruit of a sausage tree drops among them. Does it count as compliments to a lot or as gratuity? So the second proverb I have here is Ambani Muadie Amforunkumbo Boobaba Orumodie She Aonifunaladie. So one helps to cut a chicken and then you scrape your knee. So if you now lay your hands on the chick will you not still hand it over to the owner? So basically saying we should not be overzealous in helping others, especially when no benefits will come from the efforts. So basically meaning um, someone calls you over to help catch chickens. Maybe they want to cook them or do whatever. And you are scraping your knee in the process of catching the chickens. So if you now catch the chickens' chicks, won't you still hand it over to the owner of the chicken? So basically meaning there's nothing you can do with a chick. 
if anything, you would put it back in the coop and deal with the older chicken, basically. So we shouldn't be overzealous in helping others, especially when no benefits will come from the effort. So the third proverb I have here is um, So one shows deference to the dog's owner, but the dog thinks the deference being shown is for it. Meaning a person who has a powerful patron mistakenly believes that the respect he or she enjoys from other people is due to his or her own personal qualities, not knowing that it is reflected from his or her patron. One shows deference to the dog's owner, but the dog thinks the deference is to it. So in other words, there are some things we um, enjoy and we think it's because of our own qualities and characteristics, not knowing that those things we enjoy, those benefits we derive from other people is most likely because of someone else that is reflecting on us. So we should always have this self-awareness to know when something we have or some benefits we have is actually due to our own effort. Sometimes it's from our parents' um, efforts or somebody else or a mentor and that kind of thing. So just having that self-awareness is a good source of humility for everybody, basically. So the fourth proverb I have here is Angelowo Umboruka. Someone whose hand is being severed is now sleeping on a ring. So this is another type of Yoruba proverb that serves as a cautionary um, proverb or a warning. And it basically means it's an affront to the person that has been judged undeserving of a hand who is now adorning his or her own fingers. In other words, that's basically a sign of heedlessness, recklessness, um, not being self-aware and so on. So Angelowo Umboruka, someone whose hand is being caught still has time to wear a ring. So in other words, we should have this self-awareness of how to behave, especially when things are not going well for us, because that would go a long way in rectifying the situation we're in and so on and so forth. And the last proverb for this episode is, So this is a very deep proverb. I'll say it again. So what this translates to is, we are looking for someone with a prominent back, a suitor for one's daughter, and the humpback person presents himself, who is speaking of his protruding back. So this proverb highlights the richness of the Yoruba language, history, culture, all in one. So there's this thing in Yoruba land where um, when someone is old enough to have a spouse, the two families who are involved get together, do kind of like a matchmaking. And usually the parents of the bride look for a suitable young man to marry their daughter. And now in this proverb, there's a play on words. So, 
someone with a prominent back. That could be literal as well as figurative. So someone with a good back basically means a strong person with good back muscles. It could also be someone who is um, well-established, someone with a good pedigree, someone from a good family. And now the second part of this proverb is saying, a humpback person presents himself as a suitor to that bride's family. So now we're seeing how the humpback doesn't even meet the criteria of someone with a strong physical back, right? It could also mean someone who doesn't have a good family background, someone who doesn't have a good pedigree, doesn't have a good job, is a good-for-nothing in society, and so on. So now the, the final part of the proverb is not saying, meaning we're not talking about your humpback. We're talking about someone with a strong back. It could also mean a, a way to describe someone who is not from a good family, someone without a good pedigree. pedigree. The gonoku part of that proverb could also be a, a degrading term to refer to someone who is good for nothing in society, someone who is lazy, someone who is not hardworking, and so on. So this proverb is basically tying together so many aspects of Yoruba culture, society, um, interactions between families, and so on. Anika abukeni onre. So like I said, the expression that translates as prominent back is a figurative idiom for someone with a good pedigree. The humback showing up therefore indicates someone who has misread the situation and therefore embarrassed himself. So that's all I have for this episode 7 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. Thanks for listening. The Yoruba Proverbs podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowele Productions. Audio engineering and graphic design by Bidemio Logunde. Senior producer, Bidemio Logunde. Executive producers, Olufolari Logunde and Toby Loba Logunde. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review the Yoruba Proverbs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bidemi at bidemiologunde.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if you find it valuable and your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.